We'd like to give honor to the full throne of God, and we thank the Lord for being here. And today we're going to speak on, Ye shall not surely die, the fall of man. When God created the world, everything was tested to see if it was good. Each day that God created, he saw his work, and it was good. On the sixth day, God created man in his image, after his likeness, and gave him dominion over all things in the earth that God created. He blessed man and told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply. And God saw that everything he made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning was the sixth day, and that's found in Genesis 1.31. Now God made Adam and Eve from the dust of the earth and placed them in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were good at that time. But being good was not good enough. And just as all of God's creations were tested, so was Adam and Eve. There in the midst of the Garden of Eden was a tree different from all the others. This tree God commanded Adam and Eve not to eat. For it, it was a tree of knowledge of good and evil. The day that they ate of it, they would surely die. And Adam and Eve were both naked in the garden and not ashamed. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree, fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it. Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now being newly created, Eve, like unto a child, wanted to be like God, and she wanted her eyes open, knowing good and evil. She was beguiled by the serpent, being led by Satan. When she saw the tree was good for food, she ate the fruit and gave it to her husband Adam. And when their eyes were both open, they realized that they were naked and sold fig tree leaves together to hide their nakedness. The sin that Adam and Eve did was so profound and far-reaching that it affected their DNA and reached all the way to the throne of God, and in ways that they could never know initially. But they would find out later which would cause grief to the souls, their souls, and fall upon all creation all the way down to the end of the earth. When God walked in the garden, they heard his voice. They hid themselves. In Genesis 3, 9 to 11, it says, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Adam and Eve, they immediately began accusing someone else of the sins that they committed. Adam accused Eve, Eve accused a serpent, and, were, and all were harshly punched. The serpent was cursed above every beast of the field, and God put enmity between the woman's seed and the serpent, he multiplied Eve's sorrow and conception, and she lost her equality with Adam, who would rule over her. Adam was punished along with the ground and every creature, plant, 
fowl and fish on the earth. The sin of man caused a change in nature that would affect the earth until the end of time. Now the most significant change in nature that happened was to all of Adam and Eve's children. Adam's first two children were Cain and Abel. And Abel was righteous, but Cain was wicked. He was a child of the devil. Cain became angry when he offered his offering to God because God rejected him due to his disobedience. But God accepted Abel's offering. Cain became so enraged that he killed his brother. And when God asked him where his brother was, he lied to him. And not only did he lie, he was acting smart alecky with God too. As we can see, he broke the commandment of God and continued to do so even though he wasn't punished in the way that most of us would think a murderer would be punished for. Now we're going to read this in Genesis 4, 8 to 11. And Cain talked with Abel his brother and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. This is how he got smart alecky. He said, Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed upon the earth, which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. I'm going to read a few more scriptures. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, this was a lot of nerve, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that every one that findeth me shall slay me. Now, from Cain's seed came forth additional murderers who wanted the same protection that Cain had after he killed Abel because God said he was going to set a mark upon Cain so lest anyone that see him would kill him. Now we can read about this in Genesis 4, chapter, uh, verses 23 to 24. And Lamech, this is one of Cain's offspring, said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, you wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a young man to my slain a man to my wounding, and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. You see the wicked never feel that they should be punished after they've done committed some terrible sin. Now, what was happening all this time? From the time that, that Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel, they were constantly having children, sons and daughters. It took 130 years before Adam had another righteous son like himself. God had greatly multiplied Eve's conception, having children after children after children. And those children were having children. And guess what? All of them were wicked. Besides Adam and Eve, there was no one righteous on the earth until Seth was born. Uh, this is Genesis 20, Genesis chapter 4, 25, 26. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son and called his name Seth. 
For God said, he, said she, hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also there was born a son. He called his name Enos. Then began man to call upon the name of the Lord. Sin and wickedness grew rapidly because wicked people multiplied rapidly. And when the sons of God, these are the wicked people, took the, uh, I'm sorry, these are the righteous people, took the daughters of men, these were from the wicked people. A mutation of the genes brought forth giants who are violent by nature, and killing and murder abounded. This wickedness grieved God so much that he sent a flood over the whole earth, saving only Noah and his family, a total of eight souls in an ark. As we can see, sin had a far-reaching effect upon the earth and mankind, and still does. However, God had a plan for the salvation of mankind. That's in Romans chapter 5, verses 12 to 21. And it can be difficult to understand the things that Paul says. So simply speaking, I'm going to read this scripture, but simply speaking, it says that all mankind had to suffer the effects and consequences of the sin of the garden through one man, and that is through Adam. But Christ became the second Adam. We were all given grace, which is time and opportunity to return to God through the mercy of Christ Jesus through that one man. So I'm going to go on and read Romans 5, verses 12 to 21. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, this is Adam, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Therefore death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, this is the righteousness of Christ, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.